What's up, folks? This is Michael Bumpus, and you are listening to the Five Seats of Draft Edition. There was no way I was going to let a day go by and not give my opinion on the draft. Today marked the start of the 2018 draft. There's been a lot of talk about the quarterbacks being drafted. It's a thick running back draft this year. The Seahawks have the 18th pick. The Browns have two picks within the first five. A lot of stories to go on. I'm just going to hit five points that I think were interesting this year. Let's get right into it. First off, number one, Baker Mayfield goes number one to the Cleveland Browns. Now, leading up to the draft, I did not think this was a huge possibility. My thought process was they're going to stay away from anything that resembles a Johnny Menzel, and that is not what they did. They went with Baker Mayfield, a kid um, who played for the University of Oklahoma, the Sooners. In two years, he had over 8,000 yards, 8,500 to be exact, 83 touchdowns, and 14 picks. This type of production uh, will make you think twice. This is their first time drafting a quarterback number one overall since 1999, um, but have drafted 11 quarterbacks. So they've been searching, they've been looking, they've been trying to find a guy, and they think Mayfield is this guy. It was a surprise to me. There's other football players, quarterbacks, who were thought to be better prospects than Baker Mayfield. For one, I thought Sam Darnold was the best quarterback out there to be chosen. Um, I thought maybe Josh Allen had a better upside than uh, Baker Mayfield, and I thought Rosen maybe was a better quarterback. But the Browns saw something in this guy, and they wanted to take a chance on him. Um, He's a swaggy guy. We all know the antics, the sideline, the waving the flag against Ohio State, putting it in the middle of the field. Um, We know he got into a little bit of trouble last year in February, um, which a lot of college college kids kids do get in some type of trouble. Um, But as the starting quarterback for a D1 university, um, public intoxication um, is no excuse. But the thing I liked about this kid is he owned up to it. I saw an interview on ESPN. Um, He didn't shy away from it. He didn't make excuses for it. He owned it, um, and he said it'll never happen again. Uh, the university made him go through a bunch of alcohol classes, um, but his coach said it the best. The biggest punishment for him is to have to go through this in front of everybody. He's a high-profile athlete in the age of social media, Snapchat, Instagram. Everyone knew what was going on. Everyone knew what trouble he was in as soon as it happened. So when this happened, I call it the domino effect. Things started to change. Everyone thought that maybe Darnold or Rosen or Allen would go first pick. In my opinion, I think that the Browns should have gotten the best athlete out there and Saquon Barkley. But because they didn't do that, naturally, Barkley falls down to the number two pick. Barkley last year had 2,000, excuse me, 1,271 yards and 18 touchdowns. He is by far the best athlete in this draft this year. And naturally, with um, Mayfield going number one, Barkley will be the next guy off the board. There's no surprise here. I felt like the Browns, that the Browns didn't take him, the Giants would. And uh, maybe this would take some pressure off of Eli Manning. We know that as a running back, when you come in, um, expectations can be high. You can be um, asked and expected to produce right now. No position in the NFL is easy, but at the running back spot, it's less complicated. The hardest thing that Barkley's going to have to adjust to is, one, building chemistry with his, uh, with his old lineman, and two, picking up pass pro. The defenses in uh, the NFL, they're tricky. They'll send a mic. They'll drop the mic. They'll bring pressure from the outside. They'll bring a safety down, make it look like he's coming. Um, so visually, he's going to have to um, – 
to deal with some things. The Giants were 19th in the NFL in 2017 in rushing with their leading rushing. Dark were having 751 yards, ranking 23rd. Not bad, not great, but you can always improve in your run game. Moving along, uh, number three, man. Number three, Darnold goes to the New Jersey Jets. Last year, Darnold had 4,000 yards passing, 23 touchdowns, 13 picks. Struggled holding on to the ball a bit last year, but maybe that's because of uh, Juju Smith being drafted. Maybe he felt like he tried to force some things, but he's polished. I like this kid. He's polished. He's confident. Um, at, at this point, I felt like, again, the domino effect starts to go, all right? Instead of Barkley being, excuse me, uh, Darnold being a number one pick, uh, he naturally moves down to the number three because Barkley would be the next guy taken off the board. Darnold has a competitive edge to him, which I like, okay? Like I mentioned, he struggled with his turnovers, but he's a polished kid. He has the pedigree in him. His uncle played in the NFL, and one, another thing I like about him is that he's a, a USC California guy. The moment's not going to be too big for him in New York. When you go to New York, you play for a New York team. The expectations might not be as high because you're going to the Jets, but you are in one of the biggest markets, markets if not the biggest market in the world. Um, so we'll see how he, how he develops there. I think if the Jets are patient, um, they work with him, they surround him with some great players, he has a chance. Like I said, in my opinion, he's the number one quarterback on the board. Um, Mayfield was taken in front of him, so now he got dropped down to number three, but that's not a bad spot for him. For him. I think of all the top quarterback prospects in this draft, Darnold can handle that New York City life the most out of all. This is the biggest surprise. All right, so Browns are up again with the fourth pick, and they go with Denzel Ward, safety from Ohio. This was a huge surprise for me. I thought they would go with the next available player, in my opinion, in Bradley Chubb, Chubb excuse me, and try to beef up that D-line. They have a young D-line, a lot of 24-, 23-year-old guys, led with Miles Garrett, who had seven sacks last year. Instead of improving on their D-line, they decided to work on that secondary, and you can't be too mad at them. Um, the Cleveland Browns could have went anywhere. Okay, they've already gotten their quarterback. Um, they could have gone with a D-line guy. They throw a curveball. Not necessarily a curveball because Denzel Ward is high on a lot of draft boards. But in my opinion, I would have taken Bradley Chubb just to beef up that D-line, control the pocket, get pressure on the quarterback. But they went with the secondary. And this guy, Denzel Ward, he can move. He can cover slots. He can cover safeties. He has great ball skills, long arms. Um, just an overall great player. Last but not least, we're going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, okay, the Hawks had the 18th pick in the 2018 draft and got pushed back, traded back like they do almost every year to the 27th pick. And with the 27th pick, I'm listening to the radio, um, to Cairo, to 710, and everyone's thinking the same thing. They're going to trade down again, and they're going to pick up guys late and try to develop, try to find a diamond in the rough like they usually do. But what do the Hawks do? They pick Rashad Penny. Excuse me, Rashad Penny with the 27th pick out of San Diego State. Now, a lot of guys are thinking, what the heck are they doing with so many running backs being available like Chubb and Sony? Um, what are they doing? So this is what they're doing. They're picking the leading rusher in the nation last year. Okay, Penny had 2,248 yards, 23 touchdowns, both led the FBS last year. Another thing this guy brings to the table is he is a special teams guy. He has seven returns for touchdowns in his four-year career, had two kick returns last year, one pump return this year. After listening to um, 
to Pete Carroll and Schneider talk about this guy, one thing they do like about him is that he is an every down back. And that's something special. When you can have a guy out there every single down, first through third, all right, you're, you become unpredictable. Well, a lot of defensive coordinators, they look at your personnel. Who, who do they have out there? What's the situation? And they adjust accordingly. So at least now, if uh, Penny does win the starting job, he'll be out there down to one through three. And uh, defense will have these other keys to try to um, uh, just key on the offense and, and what they're doing. Another great thing about this kid, instead of a third uh, three down back, he becomes a four down back, okay, because he can get out there on fourth downs. Granted, it'd be when the defense is out there, but he'll still give you four good downs, all right? He's getting the pump return, getting the kick return game. Him and Tyler Lockett back there could be extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous. Another great thing about this kid is that he can catch the rock, and he's great in open field. I heard Carol and Schneider talk about just his route running ability. His hands are soft. Um, he has great awareness. The more you can do for a football team, the better. That's from day one, since I was 12 years old, my first year playing football, all the way until my last year, the more you can do for the team, it's always better. Another great thing they spoke about is this his humbleness. If you didn't listen to the interview they, he had with, uh, I believe it was Q13, um, he sounded like a humble kid. He wasn't expected to go uh, the first day. He didn't expect it. You know, from the sounds of it, it sounds like he had a bunch of guys over his house. Hey, we're going to hang out, watch this first day. Second day come around, let's get ready to have uh, my name called. So I can only imagine the um, just the excitement and the enthusiasm in that room as Rashard Penny heard his name called. Another thing I like, Pete Carroll, man, he does not hide his um, his excitement. And you can tell it's genuine. The first thing he did when he stepped down or stepped in front of the cameras and spoke about this kid was let out just a sigh of relief and say he is fired up and ready to go. Um, it said that a team actually called and tried to trade for Penny. I think teams were getting greedy. With all of these great running backs in this draft, teams assumed that Penny would fall down to the later drafts and they'd be able to pick him up. But the Hawks see something in him. And I really like this pick. I was concerned for a bit. I thought maybe... You know, um, try to pick up a receiver if there's one of those big time receivers out there just to help Russell. But this helps Russell probably more than a deep threat receiver. Um, Pete talked about getting back to who who they are, what they're good at. And when the Hawks have success, they are able to run the ball. Um, when your quarterback, Russell Wilson, is the leading rusher on your team, it's always going to be an issue. Your, your your quarterback should be your third or fourth option, if even that. Russell carried the team with his feet and his arm last year, so hopefully with the addition to Rashad Penny, things will change a bit. That's Michael Bumpus. Real quick and short, I just had to get it out there. NFL Draft 2018. I will see you guys tomorrow with another snippet. Michael Bumpus, 5C.